This is Opposite Attractions. This week's challenge, let's get spooky and childish. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen. The though th- th- about Sheen Park design that's technically possible. I am your host, who has had way too much McDonald's tonight because we are recording on National Cheeseburger Day. I am Scotty Moore, joined as always by nine to five. Another run of gym. Turn down for what? It's Jim Murphy. That's of course. Uh, it's not a Disney song, but it is the song that plays at the end of Fast and Furious Supercharged. So I mean, it still fits with our theme park theme. It's like, yeah, I missed. I missed that part of the Haunted Mansion where they play "Turn Down for What." I mean, the new Ducktales does have a scene. Where Flint Hard Glumgold busts into Scrooge's funeral while all I do is win blasts and Donald is crying over his grave. <laughs> it's the most buck wild shit of all time, and I love Disney XD for it. Why? Like, <laughs> you you got really hopped up on the Szechuan sauce, I think, and it, it broke you in, in a way that I can't. It's a real exactly. scene in actual DuckTales. Scrooge has gold poisoning. They say if you jump <laughs> into your gold pit, you'll die. Scrooge jumps into the gold, and then it's his funeral, and Glomgold just is like, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. But you know what I don't love Disney for doing, Jim? You know what I don't love Disney for doing? Taking the beautiful, amazing archway that welcomes you to Tomorrowland and replacing it with the front of a fucking Apple store. Because it's some bullshit it's, and I hate it. Um, it's, a, it's a Starbucks cup holder, really. It really it is. is. It, it, it's it's so bad looking. Because, like, I don't know about you, but part of the appeal of Disney World to me is the fact that none of it looks modern. It does still look like (laughs) 1990s ABC Family kind of TGIF bullshit. And I really (laughs) dig that. And the fact that they're like, no, we're going to modernize Tomorrowland and make it look all fresh and cool. I'm like, you can't make it fresh and cool. The fucking carousel of progress is there. (laughs) Just wait until they update that, where instead of being like the the like the twenties and forties and sixties and two thousands, it's just like nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety eight, two thousand six. You nineties kids will remember the first scene takes place in a fence. It's just in better looking Taco Bells as you go around. <laughs> So the first has, like, the Chihuahua commercials that as you go around, it's got the little thing you would put coins in and spin and try to win a free thing of uh, fucking cinnamon swirls. <laughs> this, with this newfangled Blackberry, I can call all my business associates. 
to a meeting here at the Taco Bell. Yes, such excellency. No, it's all about it's all about Taco Bell's innovation. So the first one, like it goes around, and, <laughs> and it's like a taco for dessert. What amazement! And it's the Choco Taco. Then it goes around, <laughs> and then they're like, "It's a taco, but it's made of Doritos." Excellent! And then it goes around, and then that's when they're like, "The shell is made of flattened chicken breast." And everyone goes, "No, go back, go back! You've gone too far, Taco there's, Bell." There's two. There's two endings. There's a good ending and a bad ending. One ending is essentially like the KFC from Demolition Man. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. And the and the other ending is the McDonald's from Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where it would end up at. Uh, but other theme park news has happened, and it's good theme park news because holy shit, the Cosmic <laughs> Rewind, like all of it, all of it looks amazing from what I've seen online. Do you, do you like Escape from Gringotts? How about we put it in space? You want it in space? Because now it's in space. Hey, I know you're making jokes and trying to be funny right now, but that sounds fucking boss as hell. And I, nothing will get me to not the, ride this thing. The craziest part about it is the backwards launch thing. Yeah. That I, seems awful. Maybe it... Yeah. <laughs> That's like, the, I've been on... I've, I mean, I've seen coasters where you start out going backwards, but it's like you go backwards and up a hill and then you stop. Yeah, you don't, yeah. like, suddenly turn and then see Batista. That's not a thing that... <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I did... I, I follow a Twitter account, at DreamFinderGuy, who tweeted, A totally real person in Walt Disney Industries just shared this anonymously with me. It looks like the first page of the Cosmic Rewind script. Hints of plotline. Sorry about poor image quality. And it is a picture of what is clearly his desktop computer. <laughs> but let... The Guardians of the Galaxy have just finished their visit to Epcot. As described in the uh, pre-show, they have been recruited there from Xandar to potentially set up an outreach center in the World Showcase. The Milano is 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 parked behind the Play Pavilion in World Discovery. <laughs> As the vehicles enter the scene, we approach a wraparound screen of the Guardians returning via backstage entrances. Star-Lord. So what'd you guys all think? This used to be my jam as a kid, although I remember it being a lot different. Drax. The planet appears incredibly tiny. All of the different regions were in mere feet of each other. Our fleet could invade and conquer it in seconds. Gamora. This was a waste of time. I just want to get back to the ship so we could do something worthwhile. <laughs> well, it wasn't all bad. I grabbed myself a souvenir. Rocket enters the scene, dragging behind him a large bag with cables bolting out from the ends. Star-Lord. Rocket, what is that? I've never heard of a t-shirt or some overpriced pen that ever took a garbage bag to carry it in. It's this old robot they had laying around. Where... <laughs> Hold on, it's very hard to see. They just chewed the wires off of it. Thought it could be worth some, some scraps somewhere. Rocket opens bag revealing Captain Buzzy animatronic. Yeah, that's really bad. At the bottom of the screen, of course, is the uh, Carousel of Progress reference with the um, with the the post-it note that says "Bobby wants changes." Oh yeah, which is yeah, Bob, yeah. Bob Chapek. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, it was very good. Like, he didn't even try to keep up kayfabe. Like, the first person to call him out, like, this is fake, right? He was like, oh, absolutely. Uh, you hope so? He's really... Don't give them ideas, please. What was please, bad was please. the fact that there were numerous people on my timeline who were like, this is a very good idea. I like this script. If, if they keep this and keep them true to character, it'll be fantastic. But yeah, I'm super hypey for Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> Drax staring at Bubble Tea, just confusion. <laughs> what is this? Star-Lord would definitely be wasted after walking around the whole thing. Drax has been going drink for drink with him, but he's still perfectly sober. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you had told me ten years ago, what would Epcot need? And the answer was more Dave Batista. I don't know if I would have believed <laughs> you, but I would have said, yeah, sure. Pop the animal in there. Let's get it going. Put some Triple H in it while you're at it. Journey into imagination with Shawn Michaels. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> oh, man, that would be really bad with, like, late 80s Shawn Michaels, I think. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 no. Here's the best one. You get onto Spaceship Earth, and <laughs> you start going up, and you just hear... From the beginning of damn time, human beings have been having to work for motherfucking survival. If you can redeal this, thank the damn Phoenicians. Austin 316 says thanks the Phoenicians. They can't, they can't put him in there when they've already put Bray Wyatt in the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, if we have listeners who don't know anything about wrestling, they've been very confused for about two minutes right now. But yeah, any other theme park news that we're missing? Because the bad, bad Epcot thing happened. Mission Space happened. Did anyone get into a fight, perhaps, at Disneyland? That's all I can hope for in um, these weeks. I don't think anybody got into a fight at Disney lately. I mean, just because it wasn't down. just because it wasn't reported doesn't mean it didn't happen, Jim. You don't know. Somebody could have just been going into Toontown and pulled out a whole ass gun and started going crazy. They just don't tell us about it anymore because Disneyland's <laughs> the wild, wild west. They don't this have to new, tell us anything. It's our new, uh, our new wild west stunt show right here in Toontown. Why is that? What Westworld's about? Is it just about <laughs> Toontown? <laughs> And a bunch of animatronic Mickey Mouses going crazy and attacking people. Well, Jim, this isn't a podcast about Westworld as much as I'd love for it to be. It is instead a podcast where we build our own theme park. And this season, we are creating our own epic universe. The most dangerous theme park in America that no one should ever visit. Oh wait, this isn't this isn't the universal one though. Don't don't get it <laughs> twisted at home. We are ruining their IP before it even comes out. I'm very proud of us for this. But last week I gave you a challenge, and in our super duper dangerous theme park, I wanted a ride that was on its on its exterior appeared harmless and kitty friendly. Then as you wrote it got terrifying and horrible and was the worst thing that's ever happened on the planet. I mean, it's fine to have a, a like, thrill danger park with, like, a kitty area, so it could be just a normal... No, no, no. No. <laughs> There's... We gotta remind the kids that this life is full of extreme horrors and they must face them at a very young age. 
But uh, my idea for my ride, I want it because like, I thought about doing like an It's a Small World thing or a Los Trace Caballeros. I thought that was boring. So I thought, why not do like a dinosaur ride, a real fun, friendly dinosaur ride of maybe like you go back in time and then you go find the dinosaurs and you have to like try to save them through extinction. But as it goes on, the track starts shaking you back and forth a whole lot and spinning you around and breaking your neck. And it just gets more, <laughs> more horrifying as you go through this roller coaster of pure horror and deception until you finally make it back to the end. But then I learned Primeval World was still going to happen at Disney World, so I decided <laughs> I'd have to scrap this idea for the week. And uh, my idea, as you very much well know, I, our listeners don't, was come up in a McDonald's-fueled rage 15 <laughs> minutes before the show started because I, in the most honest text I've ever sent you, I just said... Hey man, I'm about to fuck up this McDonald's so right and also come up with a theme park idea because I have no idea what I'm doing this week. But I did fall in love with this one idea and it's kind of taking all the many ideas I had and throwing them together in one ride. And I love this concept of what if the theme park was kind of like a uh, like a Hot Wheels track where like all the... <laughs> Hold on, just follow me. <laughs> like, you put together all your Lego sets, but you always have a few pieces left over. I'm promoting the idea that we take the leftover bits from all the rides and smush them together to make one <laughs> mega ride. So, you get into a boat, but the boat also has legs, because once you go to land bits, the legs are going to carry you across. I guess I could have done wheels, but I don't know. Um... And you start off in a boat ride, and you go through this happy-go-lucky, uh, it's a small world parody, essentially, where all the kids are cheering. But then also, there's a weird animatronic of Ellen in the back that no one talks <laughs> about, and there's like a velociraptor about to eat her, but that's whatever. But then as you keep going through, like, small things happen at first, like one of the animatronic toys like shakes its head and then starts freaking out a little bit and you're like okay that's a little bit weird but whatever and then you move into the next world which is i don't know probably the 80s bit from spaceship earth with uh <laughs> with afro samurai my favorite my favorite woman of all time and so you go through like that area but then like weird things happening so like in the lab behind her something lights up and you can see like this massive amorphous blob just start crawling out and attacking people and essentially what's happening is what i'm going to call into the spider verse each of these ride things which is the ride segments have been taken away from their original rides so now they're all glitching because they're not connected to their true ride. So they become like these demented dark forms of their original self. And uh, as you keep going on, it keeps getting worse and worse. And I was inspired by, I think it's called the play where everything goes wrong. And it is a play where literally every cue gets messed up, set pieces fall down, everything starts messing up horribly. And I wanted that to happen. And the very end of the ride, I wanted the T-Rex from Jurassic Park to appear 
but not fully ahead of you. I wanted him just to fall down directly in front of the cart onto the fucking, onto the actual, um, ride, like, track itself, and you're, like, inches away from teeth. This homeboy is almost eating you, and then at that point, uh, you can see in front of you the end of the ride, and you see what's going to be a screen. It's not going to be real, but you see the people at the end of the ride cheering and being like, Welcome back! Come on! Just, you're almost there! You almost made it! And then the fucking Gringotts drop happens where everything just suddenly sinks down and you go down an 80 foot drop back into the water and everything shoots up around you and that's called the uh the old downstairs mix em up <laughs> is the name of that I, I was just gonna i was just gonna call it the ride where everything goes wrong <laughs> oh that's very good as well but yeah i did i love this concept of and it was pretty much inspired by the Simpsons ride where like you go through pirates of the Caribbean, but for instead of pirates, they're dinosaurs with beer. And then like they go through the shitty, it's a small world, but there's a giant panda bear that attacks them. I just, Oh fuck Jim. Did I just make the Simpsons ride? I, I think, I think I just pitched just the Simpsons ride and that's it. Damn it. Um, how about you save us? Could you save us real quick for my idea? Cause oh um, no, oops, oopsie doopsies. <laughs> I um, okay. So uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to get into this. Um, I'm not killing children. That's where I'll start out. I don't believe you with that introduction. Um, so I. Uh, I went with a, like how your ride kind of starts in It's a Small World. My ride also starts in It's a Small World. Yes. But after, like, the first, like, turn and a half, two turns. You, you go off you, the you track and start mowing down the Ethiopian children and running through the field. You, you do end up in, next door in the Haunted Mansion. Is that next door? It is, they're literally, like... 30 feet from each other. Oh, fuck, you're right. In, in real space, they're, they're very, very close. Um, like like they say, it's really crazy to have such a whole, uh, scary ride right next to the Haunted Mansion like that. <laughs> but, uh, but you basically end up in the Haunted Mansion, but you're still in a boat. But instead of the Haunted Mansion ghosts, it is the ghosts of the Small World dolls. Okay, I'm happy, because, like, I'm sure when I pitched it last week, everyone did come to the same conclusion of, oh, they're going to kill some children next week. There's going to be a bunch of dead babies. I am not, I am not killing the children, I am killing the dolls. Those children were dead when I got there. They, the, absolutely, the, um, uh, absolutely, the, uh, the, the dolls in the small world have souls, and you can tell when you look in their beady eyes. They weren't their souls originally. They took them. They took well, them. Well, they do make dang. that joke. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard that joke on the Jungle Cruise where they say if you leave your children behind that they nail their feet to the floor in the in small world and make them sing the song. Forever. Oh, my God. What? <clears throat> yeah, that's a thing. Um, they, they might not say that as much anymore. That was definitely a 90s, early 2000s thing. Yeah. But yeah, I basically would do the Haunted Mansion, but all the ghosts would be replaced by Small World dolls. 
So wait, would it would the tone of the ride? I mean, I guess the tone would shift. So like instead of the ballroom, they scene, would be trying. They would be uh, seeming like they were trying to get you. Oh, that makes it so much worse, Jim. I think I think with the right Pepper's ghost effects, you can kind of put them like they are coming towards you. See, I prefer the concept of it's just the haunted mansion, but a bunch of children are causing mischief. So, like, you go past the thing where it's the piano player just playing the piano, and then you see a child appear on his head and start bashing him, and then the piano sounds, <laughs> and now like, ding, 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 ding. Um, they are in, like, the ballroom smashing cake and starting, like, a big fight with everybody. I mean, you could do that. I still want to just do it with small world dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just put the big hippo in there somewhere with the lazy eye. Just yeah. put him in there somewhere. I'm trying to think of how they would fuck with the bride. What could they do with the... Well... The, you know, they, they used to have a clown in a hot air balloon that was, like, hanging outside of the... Like, he fell out of the... Or yeah. he, I th- he either fell out of the basket or he was just hanging from a balloon, and it's the only... It was the only doll in the ride that had a frowny face, and he had a sign that said, help me, like he was Wile E. Coyote. They, they eventually removed that. I would, they should just put him in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, That's Oh, I, um, I know we're mostly probably talking uh, Disney World version, but I would love if they took the go- Hatbox Ghost's head and were playing, like, keep away with it, throwing it over the dude's head back and forth. Well, he's, he's in both versions. Is he? Did they put him in Disney World? Yeah, he's in Disney World, I'm pretty sure. I didn't think he was. Okay, well... Yeah, because uh, the bride is on the left, and the hatbox ghost is on the right before you go outside. I'm pretty sure. What? Jim, I'd this... have to rewatch some video. Jim, if you've seen him, that I'm sorry, buddy. Guess what? The ghost that followed <laughs> you home was the hatbox ghost, because homeboy One... was not there. One of the... Uh... There's a chair in the attic that I think came from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's up there, too. Okay, I think I did just figure out how we fuck with the bride, and it's basically that vine of the little kid running around the pool, and then the bride's just like, what have you got? A hatchet! No! (laughs) The bride's running after one of them, trying to get the hatchet away from the little kid. That's gonna be evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they could, uh, at the beginning, when the lightning flashes and, like, the, uh, 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 black light reveals whatever the image is on the paintings. They now have like fucking shitty mustaches drawn on them from the kids. The um, uh, so there's the there's the groundskeeper at the end. Yeah, and the dog. I think they could just be like petting the dog. Like, oh yeah, one of them is just really into the dog, while the other one is pantsing the gravekeeper. <laughs> Oh my god, if I, if I ever ride that ride and his pants are around his ankles. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure underneath that pants is just like metal beams, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. That would make it worse. Oh, uh, in the Madame Leota chamber, they can all be playing the instruments, but they're real shitty at it. So it's just a real... <laughs> it is a cacophony of horror as these little children are just annoying the shit out of you. It's just like regular Disney World, only in the dark. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's got Madame Leota, and she's got two pillows propped up against the globe so she can't hear anything. 
What would they be doing to... Oh, and then the fucking end of the ride, when you look in the mirror and the ghosts are messing with you, that's just all the children. That's all the baby ghosts messing with I you. I think that's what they do for uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday in Disneyland with uh, Lock, Shock, and Barrow or whatever the hell them three oh, kids are Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, I know what you're uh, talking about. From Nightmare. Um, and I don't think they need to be messing with the hitchhiking ghosts and said, I want to see the hitchhiking ghosts as three babies. Cause that would be the cutest thing <laughs> on the planet. Uh, now, now Jim, I, I'm saying this with all due respect. I know I kind of swooped in and took over. Was your Haunted pl- mansion babies. Yeah. Was your plan this week? Just, Hey, I put the, f- I made the haunted mansion with babies and that was your whole pitch. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I, I wanted to basically, uh, take the small, I feel like there, there are two groups of people that go to Disney, one group that thinks the small world dolls are the cutest things in the world, and then the other group that thinks they're a uh, nightmare fuel, so I kind of wanted to just lean into that. I mean, you, you'd you think at this point they would have made some of the small world dolls into actual, like, you remember the porcelain dolls you could buy out of shitty magazines in the 90s? You'd think that they would have made one of those, of the um, small did, world dolls. Did they, did, did, did they do that? I don't want to um, know this answer, because then a fan will ship it to my home, and it will be haunted. And it will be one <laughs> of the fucking ghosts. Um, okay, so, they did do this oh um, no burn it with hell apparently th- apparently at least this one can sing no this is illegal no but they have it looks like they have um holland uh hawaii i thought you were saying names at first J- and i'm like who's the fuck? i was like they have a, a, a kid named holland in the ride okay well, speaking of merch, yeah, I did his, go... And he's also... He's with his friend Oates. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's his last name. That's his family name is Oates. Holland Oates. <laughs> he's Dutch. Yeah, he's Dutch. Yeah. But uh, I did go to a Hot Topic and tried to get some Haunted Mansion, like, pop figures. Boy, they are stretching, no pun intended, to figure <laughs> out... To figure out good pop figures to make in the Haunted Mansion. Because I was like, oh, maybe a Madame Leota or some hitchhiking ghosts. They also have such standards as Spooky Boy 3 or (laughs) Chet. They got Chet the ghost. Like, it's just, I looked and I'm like, I've ridden this ride so many fucking times. And I have never seen Greg the Blacksmith or whatever the fuck this one is. It's It's a... It's a uh, glow-in-the-dark painted Lightning McQueen. <laughs> it just says Haunted Mansion on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of the shirts they were selling were literally just like Haunted Mansion. And that was it. Like, I, w- I was waiting you... to find one with a big Eddie Murphy face on it. Just like... <laughs> I thought most of, the, most of the pops were Target exclusives. That might explain why I, I found all think... the shitty ones at Hot Topic, Jim. Thank you for this. <laughs> Also, because I know they have, I know they have the main group, but then they have like a mummy and the opera singer. Yeah, they did have and... opera singer. That one I do remember. Which really, like, if that's your favorite, I mean, yeah, that means you like really shitty jokes. That's what you're, it is. You're, try- you're trying to, you're trying to get collect them all. Is what you're trying to do. You're not. Yeah, man. Why, I don't have that much money. Why have they not made Eddie Murphy the ghost host now? Why can't you just pop up in there? Just be like, 
everybody step to the dead center of the room. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to get spooky. Does this room actually look like it's stretching? Or is it your imagination, you motherfuckers? It don't matter. What? Your doom buggy stops because there's a banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> I also don't know why my Eddie Murphy turned into Humpty Hump after a while. It started... <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please just stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but yo, ghosts love me, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. <laughs> God, that would be very good if just middle of the haunted mansion, the ghost host busted out a line of Humpty, the Humpty dance. <laughs> There's always room for one more. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ghost Host. <laughs> we started with McDonald's and we ended with Burger King. This has been a wonderful yeah, but, uh, round what... trip tour of... <laughs> but where could people find... Like, what what, what are they going to expect next week? More Burger King oh. McDonald action or... <laughs> um, maybe... Because uh, I wanted to do this uh, the last time I challenged, but I did the other thing instead. Um, for my the attraction, I don't really care what it is exactly, but you have to like pop a breathalyzer. Like you have to, you have to, you have to be legally drunk to ride. Oh fuck! You found my speciality, Jim Murphy. Yes, I did. Yes. I think there's a there could be an uh, a element of danger in. Jim, what have I told you before? Like, every ride in this park already has a breathalyzer. This is Scotland all over again. <laughs> all the rides, you get to see how drunk you are for them. Uh, but until then, Jim, where could people find you on the internet? Um, I, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. Just go there and see what I'm doing, which is not very much. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O buy all my books on Amazon and check out all the other BS network programs online at a load of pure BS.com because we recently switched podcasting hosts, at least I did. I know OpApp is probably still hosted by the same people, but... With the uh, new hosts that we've got and the great deal they've given me, that means I'm about to start pumping out like 50 new podcasts. So just new <laughs> shows every week. So if you want to keep a hold of them, go to a load of purebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. And remember to support the op at show, become a BS Moon Marine at patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get access to our Discord. Shout it out on the show of your choice like Ransom Meltzer and most importantly, ex access to the super exclusive show you paid for this where we watch terrible movies and then commentate over them. We're still not sure what we're doing this month but hopefully Auto we'll have... We'll just... Oh, fuck, yeah! Oh, shit, Jim, you want to get real drunk one night and watch Haunted Mansion with us? <laughs> Tower of Terror. <laughs> oh, God. No, I saw the ending to Tower of Terror, and that's all I needed for that. That's all I really needed. You should need. have seen the name Steve Gutenberg and realized that was all you really needed of that. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Up at Show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you ready to take your chance? It's your chance to do the hump. Oh, do me, baby. Are you down with OPP?